welcome to Chaotic Nerdful, a Dungeons and Shenanigans podcast. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening to the first ever Chaotic Nerdful podcast. Tonight we'll be playing a one-shot based on the question, what would happen if a bunch of bards teamed up and went to battle on stage for cash and prizes? Let's go ahead and get started with some introductions. Mike Dirt, go ahead and give us your name and your character and just just a little yeah. something about you. All right. Well, I'm Mike Dirt, based off of the bases from Green Day. I'm calm and I like to cook and I play bass and I'm a shape changer so I can look like whatever I want. That's cool. So I that's like pretty that. cool. All right, Lucid. I'm playing Manny Ganymede, frontman and vocalist for the band Empress. Basically, started out an orphan of some foreigners to Waterdeep. Ended up getting into the Bard College. Turned out I got pretty good at vocals and uh, eventually just started making a name for myself playing taverns until eventually I managed to find a few good musicians to back me up and uh now we just tour the lands and uh you know try and get what money we can spend it where we can and uh try and help some people along the way always keep the crowds happy i like it all right next tracy okay uh i'm tracy i'm playing osmandius exinilo i 510 ish Dressed all in black, black duster, large great axe, which also has strings, doubles as a guitar. Um, it's enchanted, so it sounds like an electric guitar. Let's see. I come from basically desolate wastelands where basically people move there because there's a pit that, well, it's not really a pit. It's more of a hole in reality, and you can see into the void. And a music tradition grew up around worshiping that, and... In my 666th year of life, they've sent me out to spread the message to the world with music. I love that. That's great. The blackest of metal. Love it. Yep. Void metal. It's a thing. (laughs) Well, and I was able to find online uh, Bard College of Death and Barbarian Path of the Void. Seems to align pretty well with your character. All right. Well, Jack, you want to tell us who you are? <clears throat> yeah. Are you still uh, writing? <laughs> no, it's fine. Fuck it. Let's let's do this on the fly. Uh, my name's Ted. Been playing D and D since middle school, so that's been fifteen, twenty years, somewhere in there. I play Ting Ping Festivus, a Kenku bard, and basically he grew up an orphan uh, due to the major Kenku War. Of 1772-9. And I don't know your real dates. I just made one up. And he grew up in a major city. And one day he was going around trying to steal some bread. And he heard a bard playing. And he loved it. And you know, I don't know if you guys know about Kenku. But they have no actual language of their own. Yeah. Um, they just imitate what they've heard. Exactly. So... He trained and trained and trained and trained and trained and trained and because that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a bard. So, you know, he kept going and trying and eventually he was able to play 
enough different mismatch of songs on a number of different instruments and um you know he that's what he did he started traveling trying to make his coin by traveling being you know a musician and nobody ever liked the songs and so he kept trying different instruments and i don't know if you guys ever saw labyrinth pretty sure okay you know that one part where they find the old witch in the um with that big ass backpack and she's in the junkyard yeah oh yeah yeah he's got a backpack kind of like that but it's all full of like instruments most of them broken all that kind of stuff because he keeps trying to find you know one that works but eventually one day he's in a port town of dm give me a port town fine Alpenbury. He, he was in the port town of bothan curry i don't play drive and i'm very fine i'm just messing around um and uh he he just had one more bad performance got booed off stage and he just had enough and he went out to the ocean and and just screamed and, and yelled and you know something down deep in the ocean heard his cry and answered his prayers and now he's a very successful musician roaming around is this a warlock because that sounds like a pact i've ever heard one. Oh, he also has a very non-conspicuous pet seahorse in a bowl that he carries around nice what could be less conspicuous? <laughs> oh. Oh, and also apparently because he's an orphan or an urchin, he has a pet mouse too. So there's, there's that. Does he still play xylophone? Yes. That is his instrument of choice. But he does have others. Most excellent. All right, Cypher? I don't know. I'm Cypher. I'm good at the violin and the flute, and uh, that's about as much as I know, as of right now. <laughs> That's totally fine. That will work with our uh, setup because I, I, I wrote it originally to where you guys wouldn't know each other at all. So it completely makes sense for you just to kind of be there with no real backstory thought up so far. Mm, yeah. Exist. <laughs> I had like a whole backstory, but it doesn't work with what you guys are doing. Uh, it sure does. Not the one I just said. I mean, the one that I had already made up. I know, it does. Say it. Alright, I was born into a cult, sort of, and they decided that they wanted to keep me, but as I got older, they realized that I was a kobold, and instead of killing me, like they would have originally done, the head cultist, I don't know what to call them, decided that because they had already accepted me and they had already taught me stuff, that it's kind of inhumane, even though what they're already doing is inhumane. And I had somebody raise me, I guess. And they taught me to be a sorcerer. And pretty much all I want to do is disband the cult and get rid of them because what they're doing isn't good. And that's pretty much it. You did that, it bad. That totally works. Yeah, it's fine. It a blue dragon cult? No, and no. Um, I'm a green dragon, so I really wouldn't work out that way. Two things. One, was the cult how you got your bardness? I guess it is now. I don't know. Yes, that is how you got your bardness. <laughs> because they taught you to be charismatic and all this stuff. Sure. Right? We'll go with and that. Then, and then they didn't teach you to be a sorcerer. They brought out your natural tendencies. Right. That's Boom. exactly what happened. Exactly. All right, fellas and ladies. All right, folk. Also, I, I bet Cypher's from the South. I'm sorry? The one in the South, right? All right. So shall we get started? Yes. Okay, so everyone's heard of this great musical competition called Neverwinter's Got Talent. 
It mainly centers around the up-and-coming musicians, and they've been doing these live spots in the various large cities to kind of fill in for the last final competition on the main stage in Neverwinter. All of you have heard of this and are really into and becoming, for whatever reason, a, you know, someone who would have a platform as a famous musician. And unfortunately, all of the spots have been filled except for the last individual competition night, which is in a tiny little, you know, horrible place called Beggar's Hole. Most respectable acts would never be seen in such a place, which is giving you the lesser known performers a chance to make it to the main stage. And we've talked about a little bit about our backstories, but basically you're all here to, for one reason or another, to perform and compete. And you're not really necessarily planning to come together, but you do recognize some of the other people in the room. You've come in and you're in a kind of a large holding room. There's chairs along the walls. There's chairs in the middle. There's like a vending machine. There's a place for gear and stuff over in the corner. Um, there's a big door uh, to the north, we'll call it, uh, that says main stage this way, do not enter. Um, there is a small door to the right that says uh, restrooms broken. And then there is there aren't really any other exits to the room. Well, good thing I already went to the bathroom. Very good. I'm looking for my map of the place. <laughs> okay. Here. So you're all in a storage hold room. There is one door to the north, and there is one door to... Hold on. The east. Kind of in the bottom of the room to the east. And there's a few other acts kind of hanging out and doing their own thing. What do you want to do? I'm going to go check out the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> you know, I knew you might say something like that. I see him heading for the bathroom and just say, there's no point, darling, they're closed. And then all of a sudden, a very short figure with a giant fucking backpack uh, brushes past you and enters. Are they both closed? Or there's like, how the bathroom, is it just one giant bathroom? Are they? Um, actually, you open the door that says the bathrooms are out of order, and it le leads you to a, sm a narrow hallway that kind of turns a corner, and then there's another door. So you don't really know what kind of bathrooms they are yet. I will peer behind me, and I will peer in front of me, and I will continue on to the next door. All right. The next door is locked. It's a wooden door. Doesn't look too sturdy. Um, you push on it, and it's, you know, it's flexible. So... Um, while you're standing there, does anyone else want to do anything? Um, I want to take a look around and see if, how many of these folks I recognize. All right. You've seen the Kenku before because he may has made lots of um, lots of local headlines because a successful Kenku singer. How could that possibly be? Okay, I'm just looking around. At everyone, like, what kind of instruments do they have? There's a turtle sitting in the corner with this odd-looking guitar, bass-looking thing, and he's sitting next to this dog-like character holding a pair of drumsticks. <laughs> and there's also a group of four leopards. They're just regular old leopards sitting there. One of them is missing a front paw. And while you're milling around, uh, someone comes in from the door that's marked main stage. He's a tall, slender, woodland creature. He has a large uh, antlers. 
and he's kind of walks around and introduces himself to everyone, shakes everyone's hand. He says, hi, uh, I'm Shyla. I'm the stage manager. And I'd like to um, let you know, we're going to try and get as many people on as possible tonight, but we've been having some uh, technical difficulties. So may not get everybody on stage. And um, as he walks by and shakes your hand, you notice he looks vaguely familiar. Like maybe he was a child star, but you're not really sure who he is. I uh, I so I sort of like morph my face to look almost exactly like him, and I reply, "Well, hello there as well." Whoa, he says. Well, uh, he just kind of stammers over himself. Don't be alarmed. It's just it's just a little parlor trick I like to do. Well, I definitely want to turn tail and run. He says. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm I'm not your enemy and I go back to my regular face. <laughs> All right, so you're still looking for the bathroom down there in the uh southeastern corner? Me? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would like to slide of hand the door. I do have thieves tools. All right. Um hmm. roll me a check with for that. Yeah, that's a slide of hand. So roll a slide of hand and since you have the thieves 19? Oh yeah. Oh, you have advantage. I was gonna say you have advantage, but if you get nineteen, they really don't need it. Yeah. Door pops open, no problem. You like barely get the first, you know, you barely get the first little rod in there, and it just swings wide open. Um, it's a big room. It's kind of dark, kind of dingy, and there are lots of boxes covered up in with old tarps and things. Uh, there's like one light in the ceiling that's kind of buzzing, but it's like about to go out, and you hear some kind of hushed talking to the south like there's a door like on the opposite wall which is about 40 feet away to the south that you see hear some kind of scuffling and talking and kind of noises coming from different from the rest of the room i would like to go see if i can hear what's going on do you want me to stealth it or no there's not really anybody there i mean you can stealth it like if you do like a horrible job like less than five will make some noise and somebody might catch you but there's really not anybody there to see you Ten. All right, so you make it through the room without any problem at all. Uh, kind of, you know, keeping close to the covered boxes and things. And, you know, nobody sees you because there's nobody there. But you're trying to keep keep quiet in case somebody does come by. And you put your ear up to the door and you hear, hear two people talking um, in raised voices. One says, you can't, we can't just let them die. And the other one says, they signed a contract that said we're not responsible for what happens and this is what the people want i should mention that i have a pet bee they need a lawyer <laughs> well, maybe one of them is the lawyer yeah well if he's the lawyer he sucks at his job because that's not no they'd have to fuck with what they were doing and then the accident then they wouldn't have liability not just killing people i think we should call it off <laughs> <laughs> no no it's totally fine me particularly, I don't remember signing any contract. I think I just sort of morphed my way through. Mr. Shyla is handing out uh, release forms in the main room saying that um, they are not responsible for any uh, accidental or purposeful damage that you or your instruments receive, and um, any of the proceeds you get from uh, winning will be taxed at about 30-40% to back to the Neverwinter's Got Talent company. Yeah, that's Show right. must go on, darlings. 
I'm going to make a deception check to try and make it so I won't have to sign it. All right, roll for it. Um, how does a 14 sound? Um, the 14 sounds like he looks at the form and sees it's completely blank and hands it back to you and keeps walking. <sighs> okay. <laughs> sounds so good. he may be back. <laughs> but you, as of, as of yet, have not signed it. Yeah. All right. Um, does anybody want to talk to anybody? Or do you want to see why well, this guy wandered off the there... bathroom and hasn't come? Well, I am going to sort of, like, my my bee, he's just buzzing around. His, his name is Bob. I'm going to, like, whisper something to him. And he's going to go, like, follow. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Ting Ping Festivus, just fo- just sort of quietly buzz around next to him, just so that I can, yeah, he's there. That's about all I'm going to do. I'll head back that way. All right. Good, good, good. See, you know, the hubbub, I think I'll follow suit. Just because right. if the bathrooms aren't closed, then, uh, well, maybe there might be some, uh, some mysteries that could be solved. Hey, I've seen uh, G- Ganymede, or however you pronounce that. What? Which one was he? Lucid. Wh- which one were you? Yeah, Ganymede. All right. Yeah, I am going to like. Uh, I'm gonna sort of duck down a little bit, then transform into hit. Make him make myself look like him so that nobody tries and makes me sign the thing again. Just so I look like him because he just went off. Darling, you might have the facial features, but you don't have anything close to the glamour. Try again, sweetheart. <laughs> wow. Alright, so um, while you guys are walking into this abandoned room, um, you guys can look around, or you can go listen to the door. You see him kind of with his ear pressed up against the door. Are you going to tell them what you heard, or are you going to keep listening? All of a sudden, <clears throat> his voice... I'm sorry. It's been a really long day. Everyone else is in the room. will suddenly hear in their heads, um, just quiet and get down. Ooh, is that message or something? No. Um, old one. Okay. All right, stealth it is. I will be quiet and get down. 13 on the stealth. Oh, yeah, I need one of those. Yeah, roll, everybody roll me stealth rolls. Me as well? Or... No, you're not with them. You're still Maybe, hanging okay. out. Well, like I guess I'll roll for the B. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, the B got a, got a 19. It's fine. 18. This is the stealthiest freaking bee you've ever seen. Just gets He's like not even making sound anymore when he like buzzes past. All right, so everybody's kind of slinking towards the door, hiding in the shadows. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me know. Uh, Ting, are you? You're at the door. Never mind. Uh, Cipher, what'd you get? Oh, I didn't know I was with these people. I'm sorry. I thought I was still. Oh, you're still in the room. room? Okay, yeah. never mind. Never yeah, mind. I'm just chilling in the room. room. All right. Well, I'd like to. Yeah. Um, retcon something. The bee's name is not Bob. The bee's name is Eric. I was, Why not you know, Terry? Eric the bee. Eric the bee. Nope. Eric the off bee. Yeah, had an accident. 
No, just <laughs> Eric, no, it's fine. that hasn't happened yet. When you first said B, I was thinking you missed an opportunity there. So I'm okay I with Retcon. I was hoping for Barry. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, but Monty Python references. Hey again, it's me, Amos, your Dungeon Master. I just wanted to say a few things. First of all, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having as much fun as we did when we made the recording. There's some really fun and amazing things coming up early next year. We've been working for a couple of months now on a brand new adventure where we hope everyone can come in and join the game with us. I don't want to say too much yet, but I will say that the name of the world is Tema Minulast, or the Land of Forgotten Secrets. It is packed full of monsters, treasures, and slightly ridiculous NPCs. There's even an army of undead being led by a powerful cursed necromancer. Surprisingly, though, there are no dragons. I think somebody needs to set out on an adventure and find out why. I'd like to give everyone on our Discord server a special thank you for coming together and making this all possible. If you have questions or comments or just want to be a part of the fun, you can reach out to us at ChaoticNerdful on Twitter, or you can email us at ChaoticNerdfulPod at gmail.com. All right, so we've got Oz and we've got Ganny in there, and Ting is already by the door, right? So, what'd you roll for stealth, Ganny? Oh, I got a 13. All right, so you're both pretty well hidden. So, you hear the um, Ting, you hear the two people who are arguing, uh, the bigger, gruffer sounding guys, like, I'm not talking about this anymore. We're going through with the plan as we set it up. And he, like, Reaches up and just yanks the door open. Ooh. Do you want to try and hide, or do you want to just? I. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Stand our ground. Um, hang on, I'm trying to find what it is. It's not showing up on my sheet, but I have um, hideous laughter. Hideous what? It's a fun smell. Hideous laughter. It's a fun spell. All right, tell me what that does. Hang on, my sheet's messing up. Give me one second. Creature of my choice that I can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into a fit of laughter if this spell if this spell affects it. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand for the duration. Alright. It's up to one minute. And it can make a, um, a saving throw return. Alright. And there is so, a second figure coming through that door. Yeah. Um he hasn't come out yet, but he is in the room that you know he's there. All right, I'm going to ready a spell. All right. Um, so what is it, an attack roll for Hideous Laughter? No, it's a saving throw. Uh, wisdom saving, DC 15. All right. Ooh, he failed. So down on the ground he goes, just rolling in laughter, pointing at your face and making comments about, ha, 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 you look so stupid. But he just keeps laughing. <laughs> and then I will, in everyone's head will just be cheese it <laughs> i'm gonna go run and try and hide wait what did you say in our, our heads i didn't catch that uh cheese it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to run <laughs> so, and the b is just one tiny cheese it <laughs> <laughs> so the other guy the scrawnier more scared looking um 
you haven't seen him yet. Um, the one you assumed was the lawyer. So what? What's going on? Oh no! And he like looks down at the guy, and he like uh, stands up, you know, straight as he can. Security! Security! Security. I, ooh, would now be a good time to hit him with blindness. <laughs> Damn! He ain't gonna see my face. That's a DC sixteen Constitution save. Wow. So he has not actually come out of the room yet. It, there's much better light than there is in like the warehouse area. He's kind of hanging back because he's not a you know man of action. He's a man of words. And so you, the door you came in on the same wall on the other side, you didn't really investigate. So there, there was a door there. And nine security guards run out with um, like these little tiny batons. And they're like starting to search the room to try and see what's going on. And a couple of them run over to the guy who's like laying on the ground. And they're like, Oh man, Oh man, what's good. What, what's going on? What's going on? And he like just keeps laughing and tells them how tiny their sticks are. And he just keeps rolling around on the floor laughing. Everybody roll for initiative. Um, I was running out of the room. All right. Roll me a athletics check to see if you make it before they see you. Okay. 20, uh, upgraded to 20. Okay, so you make it back through the door and close it behind you, so no one knows that you are out there. Um, I did say I, I as soon as I did the spell, I ran to hide. Okay, so uh, roll me a stealth check. Eighteen. So you're hidden behind the thing, and actually, both of you are still hidden pretty well. Um, there are nine guys. Oh, wait, in the room are we rolling initiative? You. I for- I was a bit zoned out. Um, to the B, I guess. <laughs> to I have an idea sure for everyone the- to keep everything organized. Let's everybody roll for initiative, even though you're all not there. That way, we can keep all the turns straight. B gets a twenty-two. Ganymede got an eleven. You said eleven. Um, twenty-four. Yes, sir. I got a seven. Wow, that sucks. I got a second. <laughs> oh shit! I got a nat twenty. Nice. Her nat twenty is like. In initiative, is that you go first no matter what, or is it just the... Uh... Pretty much. No, technically okay. skill checks... I mean, it's up to the DM, but technically skill checks don't um, crits on, on skills. Usually, they do. Usually, if you roll a 20, it just happens. Um, but they can still say it doesn't. Um, but, okay, I mean, if I so rolled that's... a 20, 20, and you rolled a 20, and I had a plus 4, and you had a plus 5, you would go first, you know? I I... I have a plus two, and I rolled a 22 as the B. No, not a plus two. The B has a plus four, because it's a B, and All right, it got so a 22. There are, th- there, they, the guards split off into three groups, three groups of three. Sorry, I'm organizing my chart here. Hang on. Cypher, did you roll for initiative? Uh, Yeah, I think I rolled twice on accident, because I got 19, and then I got 13. First up is going to be Mike. Or rather, Mike, uh, Eric, the B. I have a 24. You did? Uh, let's see. Yeah, but I mean, I don't care. I'm going to go first. Sorry, there you are. Ting, sorry. Ting was 24. So you are still in the warehouse, and you're hiding from the guards. Um, you could engage them. I doubt you want to do that. Um you could stay where you are and try and stay hidden, or you could try to sneak back towards the door um, where you guys came in. I will sneak. 
All right, roll me a stealth check. Ooh, an eight. Um, an eight. That's not good. Um, so you're kind of like sneaking back behind the the big pallets and things, and you can't really see where you're going. So you trip on something and and uh, makes a big loud clacking noise, and like the guards the guards know you're there. They can't see you yet, but they know you're there, and so they're gonna come over and take a look. So I can see what they can find. Okay, I'm back. All right, so um, Ting has tried to make his way out, and he has tripped on a box, and has alerted the guards to the presence of the fact that there's someone else in the room with them. All right, Mike, you're up. Excuse me again, Eric. Ah, yes, Eric. All right. Eric is going to buzz, like, very stealthily because... He rolled a good stealth roll, but he's going to go up near to like face level of the um, of the guards, and he's going to use a fog cloud. Yeah, fog cloud. Okay, what does fog cloud do? Twenty foot radius sphere of fog centered at the point, and it spreads around corners, and and the area is heavily obscured. All right, so you basically drop that fog cloud in the middle of the yeah. room, so it just blows it out a bunch of fog, like a vape, making it obscure the entire path of the two people back to the door. Mm-hmm. I should mention that the fog cloud is a deep purple. <laughs> oh, oh boy! All right, uh, Cipher, you are in the waiting room still. Um, nothing's really going on. You can. Just hang out, I guess. Do you want to do anything? Um, can I go to the um, door that's at the north, or is that like an exit? Um, you can. Uh, do you want to check the door? Sure. Like, okay. Um, when you get up there, there's not really a good handle to hold on to, but you kind of push on the door to see if it'll open, and it is clearly barred from the other side. You can't really get out. Mm-hmm. But you hear uh, Shyla be just a minute. <laughs> All right, so. Now it is the group of guards. Um, they are going to, since they have been alerted, they are going to... There's a bunch um, of fog in their faces, though. There's so much fog. So they're going to roll um, an investigation check with disadvantage. With disadvantage, they don't find anything yet. So they're just kind of hopelessly looking around in the boxes trying to find something. All right, next up is Ganymede. All right, so um, first question. Was I able to hit the lawyer with blindness, or did that not happen? I didn't actually hear you say that. It must have cut out. So um, do you want oh. to do that still, or do you want to just like remain hidden and do something else? Well, he'd had that as a ready action, right? Yeah, but the lawyer never walked through the door. That's the thing. No, the lawyer, ah. the lawyer did not move. So instead, I'm going to go ahead and cast Major Image. And I'm going to do it like I'm the I'm going to cast it over to the other end of the room, and okay, I'm going to conjure do? up the. Um, I'll I'll um, create an image of object, creature, some other visible phenomenon in a 20 foot cube. Um, it seems completely real, including sounds, smells, and temperature appropriate to the thing depicted. And the thing I'm going to depict is a group of three drunks that just managed to stumble their way back here. All right. So you've got a bunch of drunks in the corner. 
And interestingly and I'm enough, I'm going to take that opportunity to try and book it. Okay. Um, so you already have advantage on stealth, and with those guys there, um, let's make an athletics check to see if you can make. Because it's like, what's your? Sorry, I'm saying a lot of things. What's your movement speed? Thirty feet. Okay, so make me an athletics check. Um, fifteen or higher, you make it through the door. Um, Ten to fifteen, you make it to like the last box. You just haven't made it out yet, and. Less than 10, you make it part of the way and you have to find another hiding space. Because they're 11. Okay, so you make it all the way to the very last box. So you just have to like make a break for the door and you're you're scot-free. The the nine guards, um, the next group of guards is going to turn from the looking at the the big boss guy who doesn't have a name yet. Um, And they're going to these drunks and try and like push them out the side door kind of to get them to go back out in the street and just stop bothering people it's like hey come on get out of here shoo shoo and the drunks are like i want to see some music and you know they start you know hitting them over the head with the tiny sticks and pushing them towards the doors i'm assuming those images have no form like no physical form um the images that i conjured up appear to be completely real but with physical interaction action um they can use their action to determine that it's an illusion with a successful intelligence check or an, an investigation check uh dc of 16 ah, cool they're not that into it they're just trying to shoot them out the door uh next up oz you are out of the room did you want to do anything i will just nonchalantly walk back out into the waiting room <laughs> okay no one seems to mind <laughs> Uh, the next up is the last group of guards. They're going to go and check out the guy on the floor. And he is still laughing hysterically. And he's like, ha, 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 there is this guy. <laughs> but he really can't say anything else. He's just laughing too hard. All right. Uh, Ting, you're hiding. What do you want to do now? Would I have been? Oh, you know what? Hang on. Sorry. Can, as a bonus, can I make a perception check to see if I notice if everyone else has made it out? Yeah, roll me a perception check. 16. All right, you can't really see because there's a whole lot of fog. Um, But you did hear the door open twice, and you know there were three people in the room with you. So you can assume that there's still one other person still somewhere in the room with you. I'm going to hold... Hold my turn until I hear that door again. All right. So you are going to be there. Uh, Eric the Bee, you got anything for us? Mm, He's just going to buzz back over to Mike. All right. And since he's a bee, he's just going to slip through the door because it really doesn't seal all that well anyway. Um, All right. So Cypher, you are in the room. You got anything you want to do or are you just kind of hanging out still? Just chilling. All right. The guards are going to keep looking. They now know less about the room than they did when they started looking. <laughs> they got a two. Oh my god. That <laughs> purple haze, man. At this moment, they they're not knife. even sure what room. <laughs> they're not even entirely sure what room they're in. Uh, they think they remember hearing something, but they have no idea. Um, Ganymede, that's you. Cool. I should be able to make it through that door now. Yeah, go ahead and roll for it. Let's see what happens. Uh, right, ten, roll uh, another athletics. Yeah, 
athletics. Let's say eight or better, and you make it through the door. Twenty-one. Do. That will do. You deftly sprint through the door, and it opens and slams shut. So that will put Ting. What did you want to do? Did I hear the door? Am I still holding that? Um. Yes, you are holding. You yeah. just heard the door open and close. Then I will try and get the fuck out. All right, roll me. Um, they haven't spotted you yet, so do you want to try stay hidden, or like, do you want to stealth, or do you want to just like bolt for the door? Because once you're through the door, they're not going to have any idea who it was back there, and they're probably not going to pursue. I guess I should just bolt and not. All right, roll me an athletics give, and with advantage because you have the obscurity to help you. You're welcome. Thank you. Of course, the dice spot's going to take forever. <laughs> no space. Oh. Oh, God. The three on the first oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to say you make it just barely. You know, you door slams. You're just like stumbling all over everything. You make a whole bunch of noise, but you make it through the door. And we okay. are out of initiative because everyone really has made quickly? it. And the guards. What? Yeah, go ahead. Um, before I start running. I'm going to peer back to where the um, the lawyer and the other guy was and uh, through the old one speech thing. I'm just going to, in his head, he's just going to hear, I know. And then I bolt. Ooh. And the lawyer guy's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, they heard us. Oh no, oh no, we are in so much trouble. And the guy's just rolling around on the floor laughing still. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> okay, so... um. Shyla comes back in the room with a clipboard. He's like, "Okay, well, no, you continue." Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to turn back into my normal self because of all the all right, commotion. So... Oh, Sorry, I got to find my notes here. <laughs> all right. So Shyla turns back. Uh, not sh- turns oh. into anything. Shyla comes back through the door and he's like, "All right, uh, guys, we're uh, kind of having to wrap up the competition, so this is going to be the uh, last." Uh, Act. So give me, um, give me, uh, Ting Ting, uh, Mike Dirt, Cypher, uh, Ganymede, and Osmodius. All you guys are Os- gonna be. Osmodius. <laughs> Call me he, Oz. It's he, easier. Ting Ping. He, he adjusts his tie. So, sorry, sorry, uh, um, Mr. Oz. Uh, you're you're you. All of you guys are gonna go on stage at the same time. Um, everybody else, uh, thanks for coming out, but we're not going to have time for you guys. Uh, and that, everyone whose name I called, follow me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, what is it, Ting Ting? Uh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Alright, so, um, you follow, does everyone follow Shyla? Yeah. 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 Yes. Alright, so you follow Shyla up into this little... It's like the kind of the side stage. It's kind of a crappy looking little holding area. And he um, says, all right, guys, uh, the way this works, it's pretty simple. Um, you guys are going to be over here on this half of the stage. And there's another act on the other side of the stage. And you guys are just going to kind of uh, battle it out. And uh, whoever uh, wins based on, um, I don't know, uh, either crowd um, crowd response or uh, whoever's not dead is going to advance to Neverwinter. Cool. And he uh, scribbles something on his notepad and he like walks away. Oh. 
<laughs> well, darlings, the show must go on. Shall we show the crowd a good time? So. Uh, I don't know. I've got a. I mean, we could. Uh, I whisper under my breath. We could use a couple of illusions per se, because I don't really want to kill any of y'all. No, no. I think oh, no. we we kill the other side. That's right. Oh, okay. Sila calls back. Uh, that's right. You don't kill each other. You kill the other people. All right. That sounds better then. I have and like a, bana- a, a too many spells. I turn to Oz and look at the axe that he's got on his back and say, I hope that's for more than just show. You will see what it can do. Wonderful. Wonderful. So Shiloh runs back out and he stands in the middle of the stage and he says, ladies and gentlemen, for your enjoyment. And the crowd starts cr- start, starts um, cheering. It's uh, these guys against the Death Leopards. And everyone just cheers hysterically. That is where we are going to have to stop for the night. But I hope you enjoyed it and tune in next week and we will have some more for you.